gentlemen, you're listening to the USB cast. This is episode five with Chris, Ryan, and Drew. What's going on, guys? How's it going, Chris? Did you happen right. to see that Kansas-Kansas State fight last night? Pretty crazy. Um, I didn't see it live because I was too busy uh, balling myself, but uh, I, I obviously saw the... Uh... <laughs> you, know, you know our game was before that happened, right? It ended Can we before. just... Wait, let's just say that Chris said I'm balling myself and <laughs> did, not, did not preface that he was playing a basketball game last night. That could be taken in different ways, Chris. Well, let's just take it as <laughs> I was playing basketball then. Um, were you really balling last night, or uh, how um, many points did you drop? I ended up get, I ended up with twenty one. You know, I, I think I had a pretty good game. Uh, I hit five threes. You know, I, I think I played pretty well. But the team lost by twenty three. You know, seventy three to fifty didn't go very well. You can't we win them all. Definitely missing you, Drew. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was in Florida. It was nice. Not anyway. To the team. Uh, what are we talking about today, Ryan? Well, more important than our intramural basketball game, which we lost by twenty three. This weekend was the AFC and NFC championships. Uh, I myself thought the games weren't very entertaining, but uh, what can we learn from last weekend's result, Drew? That the Chiefs are really good and that the 49ers are, in my opinion, even better. Uh, like you said, both the games were kind of boring. Um, I was at Universal Studios, so I was kind of in and out, kind of watching the games, kind of not. Um, I caught most of the second half of the 49ers-Packers, which was by far maybe the worst half of the entire NFL playoffs. <laughs> Uh, so that was just my luck. But, yeah, overall, kind of boring games, uh, but it should set up for a good Super Bowl. What do you think, Chris? Um, definitely the uh, the Chiefs-Titans game was definitely the better of the two, but even that wasn't that good. After the uh, Titans, where they started off up 10-0, it was, just, it was basically all Chiefs from there on out. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is just a ridiculous football player, you know. When he throws the Tyreek Hill, good things happen when, when those two have a connection together. But uh, on the Niners-Packers game, man, that was just really boring, you know. Raheem, how about Raheem Moster? You know, that's been, why that's why we love sports, man. It's stories like that, cut by like six teams. This yeah, is his seventh team this man. year. Kevin Coleman goes out with that injury, and he ends up with over two hundred yards, and was the main reason why they advanced. That's just two hundred yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, he was the great. they they only had to throw the ball eight times the whole game. Jimmy G literally had to do nothing. He had what forty four passing yards? Yeah, that's seventy seven. But he only uh, threw he was six for eight for seventy seven yards. And you wow. know what's funny? Like two days <laughs> after that, ESPN just had a story. Do the Patriots regret trading Jimmy Garoppolo? Did you? I mean, like, did ESPN look at that stat line? Like, he hasn't done anything this year. It's it's been the defense and you know the running game. He's been like a fine game manager, but like, come on, man, he's not like some generational yeah, talent that just on. carried them to the playoffs. He's just he's just another guy in this system. You know, they got a lot of weapons around him. They got the one of the best run games in the entire NFL. You got a great blocking tight end, a great receiving tight end, and then also yeah. uh, Kyle Yuse checks a beast as well. So they just. They really had success running the ball against uh, Green Bay's crappy Rundy. That's what I was about to say, is that even even if he did throw the ball more, it still wouldn't just be him because he's got a, one of the best tight ends, if not the best tight end in the entire league, plus a good receiving core, plus a good running team, running game. So, yeah. Niners, though, uh, I think I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I like yeah. their chance. We're going to save our prediction on that for next week, but I don't know who I'm going to take yet, honestly. I real, real quickly, back to the Chiefs game. Did you see the trash talk that Frank Clark was given? Derrick Henry before the game. I did. I and thought he was playing with yeah. fire, but yeah, really. They, he, uh, you they know, he backed it up. Was yeah. it like 18 yeah. carries, 60 yards? 19, something yeah, like that? 19 carries, 69 yards. Yeah. Nice, one touchdown. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely held in check, and uh, game was put on Tannehill's shoulders. He just, I don't know, it was too much of a deficit to come back from at that point. Yeah, yeah. they just didn't have the firepower to come back, and they, they're not a team built to you know make a comeback like that. They got the, they got to get the lead and keep it. But you know, Mahomes can strike at any time, and that's what he did against them. They got the ten point lead, and it, it, I felt like it evaporated just like that. A couple minutes later, it was what four twenty one to like 13, 21, 17, something like that. Yeah, I think it was twenty one seventeen. Yeah, at halftime. Um, but, then, I mean, they they kept a 21-17 there until the fourth quarter, though. So, so I yeah, think, they kind of think... held them in check for a while, but then, you know, I think Mahomes threw another touchdown to Tyreek, and, you know, that was pretty much it. I think we got to give the Titans some, some credit, though. I mean, they played – they didn't play that bad. I they mean, they're going against a really good – they're going against a really good Chiefs team. No one expected them to win. I thought they played relatively well. And even Tannehill, 21 for 31, 209 yards, two touchdowns. It wasn't not, bad. That's not a bad um, game. It's pretty good. I mean, you said no one expected them to win, but two of us picked them to win that yeah. game. You yeah. Know? I guess we're lost, just idiots. So. Every Everything else I listened to and read, though, nobody picked yeah, them. Yeah, it was. So. I th- I was just trying to go. I wanted to 
I don't know if I wanted to see it happen, but it would have been cool to see them in the Super Bowl. would have been a lot more boring of a Super Bowl, and now I think we're set up for a real a real yeah. dogfight in the Super Bowl. This I is going to be a really good yeah. game. Every week was really good up until last week, but I think it just sets it up for an even better weekend this weekend with the Pro Bowl and then the oh, following, yeah. the are following you, weekend with the Super Bowl. Pro Bowl. I, have no interest I haven't in watched the Pro that. Bowl in like yeah. nine years, and I will not I don't know if I've ever actually watched the entire you, Pro Bowl. Did you see, though, they're, uh, they're going to introduce that new onside kick rule where if you advance the ball 15 yards from the 25, you get it back. They're trying that uh, but out. who's gonna? T- I don't know. Who cares? They're not gonna. Who's gonna attempt an onside kick in the Pro Bowl? Nobody they might cares. just do it just because the rule changed. Yeah. But like, I, mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I really. Don't <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any like thoughts on you know potential rule change that they're trying to implement on that? I think it's just the meant, meant to make the onside kick mean more, I guess, and make things more interesting. Which I mean, I'm all for. I yeah. mean, right now the onside kick is kind of pointless. Well, I mean, every once in a blue moon they they recover it, but well, since they changed the rule where you can't get off to like the the uh, kicking team can't get off to like a running start or whatever. Yeah. You know, the, the percentages of them recovering it have gone down a lot. So this, this could, I mean, I think it's about a 20% conversion rate from fourth and 15. That's around the old, it's near, by, it's near the old onside kick. So I think that's what they're trying to do is kind of set it back to like a 20% chance. I don't know. It's kind of just meaningless to me. I don't really care that much. Talking a bunch of smack. I don't know. I felt like the 49ers are more professional. Uh, after that, and uh, I think that's why we're not getting to pick shit, but I think the Niners are, are gonna are gonna win the game. I don't know. They have two weeks to prepare. I think if they played like this week, I'd be a little more worried about the Chiefs. But they got a couple weeks to you know reflect on that game. I think they'll be ready because this is uh, Andy Reid needs to win a Super Bowl real bad. Yeah, I really hope they win. You know, I'm I'm a big Chiefs guy, so I think it comes down to quarterbacks, and obviously the advantage goes to Patrick Mahomes. No, know, I think that's... it's uh, I really think it's Jimmy G. Okay, well, thanks for yeah. That's okay. That's not even a good joke. Uh, anyways, you know, uh, Andy Reid. Obviously, we've known he's been one of the best offensive minds, you know, past decade, even farther than that. Like Chris mentioned, he really needs to win a Super Bowl. I think he's going to get his first ring this time because he's got one hell of a quarterback and a dynamic offense. So I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, we're not making picks yet, but yeah, uh, you guys Chiefs both made your right picks already. I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave mine. To a secret for next week. Are you going okay. Titans? Stay tuned yeah. for Chris's pick. T- Titans, for sure. Titans. I'm going AFC. But I honestly, week, not to get into too much Super Bowl preview, because we'll do a lot of that next week probably, but I, I, uh, it also comes down to the Kansas City defense, uh, rushing defense. They did a really good job against Henry, but yeah, that San Francisco pe- rushing attack is even better. So as long as, as long as Coleman also has to stay healthy, though, for San Francisco. For, uh, Chris Jones healthy on their defensive end. Frank Clark needs to stop talking smack until after the game's over, because he's really yeah. worrying me. For the yes. uh, the difference between the Titans run offense and uh, the Niners is that the Niners don't have like one guy you have to key in on. It's mostly like they're blocking, but it doesn't really matter who's back there in the backfield. It's all about their blocking. You know, they got Kittle and Juszczyk and a great offensive line. You know, I'm I'm definitely worried about them stopping the run, but I think they can contain the pass, or Jimmy G can do that himself because he's not that good. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to end, so now it's it for NFL. Obviously, we'll probably cover most the next week's show will be mostly NFL because we'll preview the Super Bowl, uh, NFL awards, all that good stuff. But uh, now we're going to into a little bit of an older story now, but there's still some ramifications that are coming out. Uh, the Astros cheating saga. So who wants to start off with that? The trash throws. You know, it's it's just shameful, man. Um, I'm gonna get into. Uh, he's still one of my favorite players in the MLB, but you know, Justin Verlander a couple years ago, he was like. We really need to crack down on sign stealing. Why don't you look in the mirror, man? Your own organization was doing the most cheating out of anyone, man. That just pisses me off. He acts like a goody two-shoes trying to catch everyone who's stealing his signs. You know, that's just a part of the game when people steal signs, you know, legally instead of using video cams and buzzers and stuff like Trash they were cans. doing. Who's going to self-report their own team, though, admit, admits their success? I mean, like, who's going to come out and say, oh, guys, we're cheating. He doesn't, we're okay, he doesn't have to do that, but he's a, he can't – Yeah. Like, you can't be a hypocrite. Yeah, you can't, right. Like if you're cheating, no, just don't talk about, don't talk right. crap about how other people are cheating. You don't have to talk about how other people are stealing but your what, signs. When was or that whatever. tweet sent out? Like a few years ago? It was like a couple years Before ago. While they were doing it. While he was on the while they were yes. That was while he was on the Astros. Well, you know, two years ago. I he believe. does it every year. Every year, there's always a few weeks a year where Verlander's like, oh my god, people are stealing my signs. I'm yeah, and he's always the one talking about the you know the new baseballs and all that. You know how they might be corked and stuff. Yeah, juice balls. It's very hypocritical. I mean. JV still, he's one of the best pitchers of our generation, for sure. There's no argument about that. And he was, I love what he did here in Detroit. He didn't really talk as much when he was here. But since he's gone to the Astros, man, he's just a hypocrite. He's kind of a little baby, you know. 
Maybe he needs to take a look in the mirror at his own club that's done the most cheating out of yeah. anyone. Yes. Um, yeah, I agree. And the ramifications, it's not just with the Astros, though. Alex Cora is gone in Boston. Carlos Beltran has gone and with the Mets after not even coaching a game. Uh, it's it's crazy. And really, I mean, I don't know if there's anything like this in any sport since maybe the steroid era. I mean, this is crazy. And even this is more, I don't know. I don't want to say it's worse than the steroids, but it seems It's worse like than it. the steroids. Yeah, because yeah, it also didn't make for a... As bad as the steroids were made for a really fun product on the field, and this doesn't really make for a fun also, product. It's, it's different between being a little stronger, be able to hit the ball a little further, than being able to know what pitch is coming. There's a big difference between those two things, man. I don't know. that. I don't really think that you still have to hit the ball when you're on steroids. It doesn't make you hit the ball better or whatever. I guess it just makes you stronger when you hit the ball. Maybe the exit velo is a little higher, and you hit the ball out a little more, but you don't know what pitch is coming, so the steroids don't help tell you, oh, yeah, it's a curve, hanging curveball. I'm going to crush it. You still have to make contact with the ball and know what pitch is coming. question is now how many other teams have uh, been cheating like this and we just don't know about yet. Yeah. I mean, the, all the, I think the report said there was a, almost every team does yeah. at least something like this, and the Astros are just the ones that got caught, which kind of brings me to the next point, though. Jessica Mendoza, I don't know if you saw that. She said something did, about yeah. how – uh, she was criticizing Mike Fires, who, of course, came out with the report and was kind of the whistleblower. And uh, she said how what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse, something along those lines. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that she's right or do you think Fires? No, she's definitely wrong. I I'm agree. not really going to – I'm not going to destroy her too much because, you know, she already uh, – the media kind of already did that to her for the most part. I don't think anyone agrees with her, so I'm just going to kind of leave it as is. Yeah, I, I – when you start saying whatever happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse, then you get kind of into other things. Uh, another thing that happened with the Astros earlier in the year, which I think we touched on at the very one of the first podcasts, was they had that one. I think it was their assistant GM was yelling at uh, some uh, sexist slurs towards a female reporter yep, in the yep. locker room, and he got released. Everyone's forgotten about that now because of all this cheating stuff. But when you start saying what happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse uh, – it, it, gets it gets really dark and dangerous real fast. Oh, man. yeah, especially for the fans because I think we should feel, you know, most hurt about this because, I don't know, with all this going on without our knowledge, it kind of feels makes me feel less connected with the game yeah. of baseball. Why am I going to go spend money on a game where that's, you know, fixed or something like that? Yes. I, I think the fans should be most upset about this. And well, if you look at the uh, all the titles now and you look at 2017-2018, I mean, that's two entire 160, over 162 games. You count the playoffs and spring training. That's just going to be forever tainted because they right. both teams cheated the red sox and the astros i'm not a dodgers fan at all but like uh, how do you think they feel after this all yeah. this cheating happened yeah. you know I, it just it it really stinks that they lost both year. i again i just one of my least favorite teams in sports but like you know you got to feel for them a little bit they made it back-to-back -back years and they lost to two teams that have been proven to cheat at least cora yes cheated before well, i mean the red sox cheated and yeah, they, right, they, that right. came out. Right. Um, they were, but there was a little bit. I think it was less cheating. Yeah, they, I, I, it's they were not just as going. They were just going. Notoriety. Yeah, they were just going to the video room, and then they'd like have like signs. Right. Uh, when there was like a guy on base or whatever, it wasn't a video camera directed at dude's crotch and a buzzer on someone's shoulder and banging trash cans. If you, there's like a 25 minute video on YouTube of like just them just banging trash cans. The sad it's, thing is, why, we should make why that the rest Red of our Sox... podcast. What? We should make that the just the we should end it there and just make the rest of it just that video. Just banging. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the sad thing is, why why do the Red Sox even need to cheat with that roster? I mean, that roster is stacked. You don't. I mean, well, even the Astros too. I mean, maybe they that roster stacked, they had. Though. Maybe they yeah, are maybe, stacked. Maybe, maybe they just can't yeah. hit because they. Maybe cheat. Jose Altuve actually sucks. Their home run. Well, actually, if you think about ridiculous. it, he, didn't he win the MVP that year, 2017? I believe he yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also tainted. What do you think yeah, about yeah, for uh, sure. that video release where he he didn't want anyone to take off his shirt after that walk yeah. off? I but, thought that was weird at the time too yeah. when it actually happened, but then you know now it just it seems even weirder. He definitely was wired up there. Oh, There's yeah. No way. If oh, you've well, even he's like I'm shy or my wife will be no, well, but he's, he's got like pictures they on tear, social media of him. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. They tear I'm, a shirt off. It's not time. true. Yeah. But they came out and they say the buzzer thing didn't happen. Or it happened. I don't they, care what they say. It happened. Yeah, they denied it. Yeah, yeah, of course they did. They're like, oh yeah. The MLB also came out. MLB also came out said they're not losing. Neither team is losing their titles. Like they're staying. Yeah, you can't really just. I don't know. It's just kind it's, of make, it's really. I mean, uh, that's, that's weird to me if you just like get rid of their titles. But you know they're forever tainted. That's fine. I, yeah. I don't respect either one of their titles. And 
I am no longer an Astros fan, which stinks. But jumping you know. on my bandwagon, I, I hated yeah, the Astros I'm, forever, and everyone's like, oh, you love you love the Astros. I, I, Alex Bregman, I, blah blah blah. I like, hate Alex. Bregman. Yeah, now I, everyone's hopping on my bandwagon now because I have always hated them. That's true. So yeah, I'm actually Welcome heard. Uh, I'm breaking news. Uh, the Tigers have actually been giving other teams their signs. You know, they've been letting other teams steal their <laughs> signs. You know, I'm just breaking the news right now. That's why they've been so bad. What's your source on that? Oh, I actually have some actual breaking news. Uh, Do you want some Ken actual Rosenthal. breaking news? Ken Rosenthal. The Mets just hired a new manager, uh, Luis Rojas. I think he was the runner-up to Carlos Beltran. He's one of their bench coaches. So that's actual news, kind of, sort of, not really. But Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Who, I, I don't, don't really know who it is. So. He was supposed to be pretty good. I guess he's supposed woo-hoo. to be pretty good. What? I said woo He's supposed to be good. But we'll see. Good joke, though, Chris. I like the Tigers joke. You like that I, one? Yeah. You like that one? Yeah. yeah. You know, I've been um, just giving away their signs like candy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, any other MLB talk? Um, yeah, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter made the Hall of Fame. There who comes the my one, hot take. Who is you, the one? Jerk I love that the guy. Not, I love no, the guy. No, that was that was oh, that, didn't that go was to nothing but a, that was nothing but a stance, man. That's no. stupid. He should have been unanimous. The dude, no, he shouldn't be. Honestly, he's yeah. the most overrated player in MLB history. Derek Jeter is a league average defender, and he was very average with the bat. Why is he a unanimous Hall of Famer? Because he, he was clutch. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he he played in New York. How many, how many rings? Lillard, how many rings? He, he played in New York. How many Damian Lillard is, is a Hall of Famer. Damian not Lillard. A, not a unanimous Hall of Famer. He won't be. Okay, because so you, are not, you arguing that clutch. Derek Jeter shouldn't be a unanimous Hall no, of Famer? No, he's not. He, he you should think, be a Hall of Famer. Yes. He should be a Hall of Famer. Okay. But not, not even close to unanimous. I don't not. think he should be unanimous, honestly. He's a, yes, he's a Hall of Famer, but he is very overrated. Because you look at the other guys that I think it's, I think he's got the second highest vote percentage now. Ken Griffey's third. And uh, that's what Ken, first. if anyone deserved to be unanimous, it was Ken G- Griffey Jr. I well, even Ro- think Rivera mm, should have been unanimous. Mariano Rivera is the greatest closer of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, that's fine. That, I'm not <laughs> arguing about him as much as I am Jeter. I am very happy that that one guy voted against him. Oh, Larry I, Walker making it to the Hall of Fame. No I one's saw talking that. about Larry Walker. His 10th and final year. Congrats. He had a what a fifty percent increase over the last yep. four years. And he finally got in by what, six votes or something like that. Good for him, like man. That. Yeah. Him and Jeter, Jeter have very similar stats. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why he shouldn't be because he was a really good guy and he was clutch. Okay, I mean, he cool. he he did bat 310 for his career. I mean, that's yeah, pretty. Like, and okay. I talk about every defender with a five-time Gold Glove award, award winner. So I if you actually look at like analytics, he's so he's, a, he's a, he grades out of the very league average defender. He's a five-time World Series winner. Five-time yeah. Silver Slugger. And don't give me that crap World Series MVP. Or... I'm not saying that. Rookie yeah. of the Year, 14 times All-Star. I, in my opinion, A. Rod was the better player, but he had some, you know, troubles and he off got, the field. Jeter yeah, did right. get snubbed a couple years for the MVP. I will no, I argue I, that. I don't know, man. I just I don't have years like offhand right now, but I know there are a few years where he deserved the MVP and didn't get it. Like so. Jeter, yeah, he deserves to be a Hall of Famer. He had over three thousand hits. He's had he has had some big hits in his career. Some big oh, I completely forgot about three thousand hits. Yeah, yeah, he's a Hall of. Yeah, I'm he, not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm saying he should not be unanimous. I'm definitely happy that he's not. I don't think he's like. The best player. That would mean he's like the best player of all time, which he's not. He's no, not he's, even the I'm best shortstop of all time. Do you think who's the who's the best shortstop of all time? Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe Ozzy Smith. I don't know. That I mean, might be a tough. Derek Jeter's better than Ozzy Smith. But anyway, maybe, that that's a whole different. We're falling off a cliff here. What about so, anyway? Roy back to topic. What about the Royd users? I, I think it's a little. I think Barry Bonds deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Not what, did, what did he get? I didn't see Actually, what his yeah. percentage was. I'm not sure. I, I didn't see either. But he didn't, Barry Bonds, I know he didn't Barry get Bonds was he good before he started juicing. I don't think he was. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Barry but. Bonds was good before he started juicing. But he's yeah. the only player over 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. I know I know he juiced, but he's still a really good player. I don't think that um, – for me, that doesn't mean as much as for, like, other other cheating events. I even think Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. If, like, if players from the Astros make it now, I, I think he yeah. definitely deserves to get yeah. in too. Uh, I mean, he – what did he, he do? He bet on games. He bet, bet on, on games. games. Wow. Okay, cool. He also had, like, the most hits in MLB history. I think he deserves to be in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so is that all for the MLB talk? Now? Yeah. This, my takeaway is that Jeter, I'm very happy that guy voted against him. I wish a couple other people did, too. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Don't think he deserves to be unanimous, though, just for being a really good guy and a clutch player. Now we're going to talk some NBA, which we've been really looking forward to, and Ryan has a burning question for Chris. Here we go. All right, Chris. James Harden's struggles over the last four games have been pretty evident. Is this a bigger issue for James Harden as a player or for the Rockets as a team going forward? Well, I think the issue is for the Rockets because they have two players that are ball dominant in him and Westbrook, but Harden is, I don't know, having Harden on your team is just, it. he's kind of a cancer to me, in, in my opinion. No, he doesn't talk much off the court, but his, 
He can shoot you like right out of a game. You know, what did they bowl like a 17 point lead the other day against? I think it was 15, 15 to the Thunder. I think it was Thunder, like eight minutes yeah. left in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. He it was pretty much all on him though. That's that's my takeaway. Exactly, it's all yeah. on him because this team is set up built around James Harden. You have guys, role yeah, players, okay. Capella, rim runner, uh, can catch lobs. Uh, Russell Westbrook adding in there obviously yeah. helps the scoring load, but this team is set up and built around him. So if he's not shooting well, then they're going to lose. That's and that's what you know. I think that I think that's what's going to hold them back from being a championship team is because it's all on James Harden. And as we've seen in the past, he's terribly inefficient. Yeah, so. right. Westbrook hasn't been playing bad. Honestly, no, he's, I think yeah, he's, he's actually pretty, pretty having good. a real good season. Yeah. You know, he hasn't. But he hasn't been as uh, trigger happy with the shot. You know, he's taking better shots. I think his field goal percentage is definitely up this year. I don't know. His th- he's not a very good three point shooter, but you know, neither is Harden apparently. You know, one for seventeen. From I mean, what was it one for nineteen, one for seventeen? I mean, like that? Yeah, but we, he has like a one for seven. I think it was one for seventeen, one for seventeen game, and then the other a few nights ago though he had a ten for fifteen game. So yeah, last month he shot over forty percent. Yeah, three, so it's so. like he's just yeah, he super goes through hot streaks, but I just don't think he can. He he is he's not that player that can stay hot through a seven game series no. or I or less because they're not making it through a seven game. I think series they need to rest him. Tier. I think they need to start resting him now. Cause Give him he, an, a, a, he rallied them a past rest game every once. They rally. He rallied them past. I think the Hawks the other night. And he's, he's looked no, but he's looked super tired after that, and because he goes all out like he's like yeah, he's against the Hawks, at least thirty shots a night. That's yeah. exhausting, and he's he's not you know he's not doing the load management like we're doing in L.A. Yes. You know he's playing every single game. That was the case last year too. Well, I think he came out and basically said that he oh, this was a while ago now, but he said how he values the MVP more than he values like an NBA championship, which um, I don't. Now he's not going to. He's not going to win the MVP now, especially after that performance the other night. And he's and not winning an NBA championship. Ever. I mean, is he? Even, I mean, I'd say Giannis, LeBron, arguably AD, Luca, uh, all those. Giannis, you could even argue Chris Paul might even be ahead of James Harden. Who knows? It's I mean, I'd, I'd argue Lillard. Lillard's ahead of him. You just too. love. Lillard. He had one good game <laughs> last, you know, last he Monday with a sixty-point game points, this year, but. Team success is a very yeah, that's know, true. important Add- component of the awards. So. Here's a hot take. I think James Harden is just a slightly better version than Trey Young. I, I I mean, I think Trey Young is probably like a top 20 player. So, I, I mean, and you heard my top 10 list. He top wasn't 20? in it. So. Trey Young is a liability on defense. And he's so is terribly, James Harden. He's terribly inefficient. I'm not arguing that James Harden's a bad, you know, top 20. I mean, he, he you is. You had him number four in your list or whatever a couple Because weeks of ago. his scoring ability. You can't argue that he's the best isolation player in basketball right now. One-on-one, Trey James Young Harden is the best player. Shit. That's what Trey Young, like, top 20 Trey Young does the same stuff, but he does not do it at the level that James Harden That's does. That's fine. That's why I'm, I'm not arguing so that. So, Trey Young, a, a bad defender and, 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 and an inefficient scorer on offense, how is that a top 20 hmm, player Sounds like another player I know. No, because James Harden is way more efficient. I mean, he's way more consistent than Trey Young is. Trey Young can go out and score 40 points one night and then 12 the next night. And, you know, Young's only in his, what, second year? What what it I mean unless Trey okay when Trey Young gets to the playoffs most importantly the Western Conference Finals then come talk to you but well, he's in the East he he's in the East so that that's as long as he can get traded okay, and then Eastern he's in. Conference Finals <laughs> that, that should that should be easier you're playing in the East you know okay but, yes Harden is a better player than Trey Young I'm not arguing with you I'm yes, just you, saying it sounds like you're trying you're to argue he's that he's not a top twenty he, yes he, I think he's a top twenty player and. If like if we're saying Harden's a slightly better version of him, that would stack up with where I have him at like eleven I don't, I don't in my agree top with these players. Slightly list. better. I don't, I don't know how you can put Trey Young in your top twenty list, man. He's averaging like thirty a game. That's okay, the same so thing what Harden does? He, same he's thing averaging he does. thirty points a game, but it has no effect on his team because the Hawks have won like what twelve games this year. He doesn't have as much talent around him. Who? Okay, Russell Westbrook. I, he, John Collins is probably just as on the, on the same level as Clint Capella. He's Not been, the defensive he was suspended end, he, though. But he's been in and out of the lineup, you know, this year. Uh, yes, John Collins is a very good basketball player. We've had this discussion before. I really like John Collins, but West, Russell Westbrook's obviously the best. He's the better. Like they don't, the Hawks don't have a second scorer like Westbrook that can c- carry the team when Trey Young is off. I guess that makes sure. Sense. But they're also playing in the East, so it should be easier than what James Harden goes up against, and the Rockets go up against night after night. So, oh man, I just I'm not a Harden guy at all. I mean, we've talked about it like three different pods now. I'm just. I'm not high on him as a player. I think he's very overrated. I don't think they're winning anything with him on any roster ever. And I think, yeah, he'll probably win another MVP before it's all said and done because he can drop 40 per game. I don't know. I think this might be it for the Rockets and James Harden, though. I mean, their championship window closed a a couple years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they kind of remind me of the teams of the 90s, like the thing about the Suns. Yeah, I was was about to say, not not play style like the Suns, but they're just the team that – has a good roster, always in the top 
four, yeah. five, but can't get well, over the hump. I was more so thinking about like Michael Jordan was the movable object in the nineties, and this this kind of era of the Rockets was it was the Warriors. They couldn't get past right. the Warriors, like right. Barkley, and you look at those really good supersonic teams of Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. They couldn't get past Jordan, and then the Rockets just couldn't get past Warriors. It's really unfortunate because they probably. If, they if they came in the two thousands they probably could have got a title but just they kind of came yeah, at the probably, wrong time. Yeah, probably because Harden would be some like generational talent back yeah. then because no one forty points was a rarity. Now well, if it's you just look a, at a common occurrence every night. A couple the teams from a couple years ago too. I mean, if they they played against some of the champions from like the the Mavericks, so Dirk and the Mavericks when they won their title, even the the Heatles with uh, LeBron and D Wade and Bosh. I mean, they could probably compete with them. So yeah. Yeah, they might they might be able to, but I I don't know. I think. Uh, like the summary behind this is that Harden. Uh, I mean, this is kind of just—it's going to be the Rockets' problem getting over the hump with Harden on their team because he's just so streaky, and I don't think he can carry them through a seven-game series. He can win them a couple games in a series, but he's going to shoot his way. At, he's going to shoot them out of a couple games as well, for sure. Well, this is the way they are assembled. This is D'Antoni's system, and as we've seen, you can't win a championship with this. So it starts at the top with management and. I think I don't know what they're supposed point, to do at this point. At a certain kind of point, you're going to have to get rid of him if you want to win something meaningful. I, you can't win something. Yeah, with but that then kind you just you're just elevating Westbrook it, to shoot that many shots too, and that's not that much. It's different. funny you mentioned that though. Westbrook. If you get rid of D'Antoni, how is that going to elevate? Oh no, I Westbrook thought I thought you were talking about getting rid of Harden. No, that's I'm talking about getting rid of Mike D'Antoni because oh, okay. he's not. You're not going to win. Yeah, I mean, he's he's gone. I mean, they didn't they didn't extend his contract. There was rumors he was going to get fired last summer. Um, he's he's gone. He's not, I don't know what. I don't back. really think they're going to be able to do anything else with any like whoever but, comes in because Harden's still going to play his game. I don't. It's not going to change anything. And then they still have Westbrook too. That's going to shoot twenty five times a game. I know, but well. at least you're going to have a coach that's going to hold him accountable. I'm sure Mike D'Antoni after those games probably isn't yelling at him to you know stop shooting. He's probably telling well, him to shoot half more. Half the time he drops like forty five, like with like twenty five free throws. So it looks real good in the box score, but you know I don't think it. I don't think it has a lot of. Uh, Meaning towards them winning big games. Going back to Harden though, and possibly getting traded. Uh, the Rockets uh, fans, I was listening to something the other day. They're they're calling for him to get traded. They're like they're done with him. They want to get it. They, it was really quick turn because a few months ago they were like all on James Harden's bandwagon, like he's the greatest player ever. But now wow. they're like get him out of town. So that's most people. When he drops forty or fifty, everyone's you know oh, oh my god, James Harden's so good. I, I'm like he's my favorite player. And then. Got guys like Chris, right? When he turns bad, then that's when they start voicing their opinion. I so. said this earlier in the year when he was playing good, and I felt like an you said it before it. the season, before he was up. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't, my, I didn't waver, but I still think he's like, yes, he gives you these really hot moments where he's unbelievable on the court, and he looks like the best one out there. But then he plays like a cancer half the time out there too. So that I don't know how you win a playoff series. There's no way to. I mean, they did. Well, big. Okay, fine. Big. You're not going to be able to win a championship. Yes, that's true. No, they can. They can beat these cupcake teams in the bottom of the uh, West, but I don't think they're they're beating any of these top four teams. I don't think. I I mean, I think their their window's done. I think D'Antoni's getting fired next year, or I mean, at the end of this season, Um, and then uh, they 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 might blow it up. Who knows? They could trade a lot of pieces. It just like I said, it really sucks because I think that team they had a couple years ago that went over sixty games. That was probably their chance. That was their chance. That was their chance. to well, win they, the title. Well, the Chris Paul got injured. Yeah, Chris Paul got yeah, injured. Chris Paul got injured. They weren't winning that game seven. Yeah, Chris Paul got injured, and they, then they almost won the game still, even after they they shot what zero for twenty seven. Well, Harden, I remember he was horrible in that game yeah. seven. Well, the so team shot zero for twenty seven from three. I mean, yeah. they make I think three of those threes. They would have won. They would have won the game. Yeah, they would have won the because I think they had to play. They would have played the Cavs, and that would that's an easy win because that was the LeBron and nobody else. Yeah. This really makes me think about how Chris Paul got way too much hate there, though. For sure, that's. That's we all talk, I'm he got. He got. Everybody was loving on him during that series. He got hated last season. Yeah, but right. During that series, everybody thought you. You would have thought Chris Paul was like. I mean, he's a really good point guard, but you thought he was like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Will right. Chamberlain combined. No, so. I agree. No, um, they kind of turned on him last year, though. And you like you see him now. Just he's been awesome. Well, Thunder. you know, that's because he was voicing his frustration about how he's just sitting at the top of the key while Harden's, you know, holding the ball for I don't 23 blame him. seconds. But Chris Paul's a great point guard. He should be getting yeah. the ball. In. He's, no, yeah. he's not even a ball-dominant point guard, really. He's just a really good facilitator. He probably could have helped Harden out had oh, he gotten the ball. Yeah. Had he yeah. had the ball, had he been bringing the ball. I mean, they, they, they are too, they're too similar of players to each other, Chris Paul. And they both thrive with the ball in their hands. That's why Chris Paul's thriving right well, Chris now. Chris Paul's more of like, he's but, just a great facilitator. Yeah, he also and Chris Paul really can, has the ability to play yeah. off guard. So. And James Harden's just a black hole. That's why they, that's why they didn't get along last year. That's why no, Chris Paul. Yeah, worked. Chris Paul's a very unselfish player. He likes to win, and I think he could kind of see the direction the team is going in, you know, and replacing him with Westbrook, 
I, I definitely Westbrook's think Westbrook's playing good, though. Yeah, like, he is. No, for sure. But they don't fit together. They're both... Westbrook is a ball-dominant player that also cares about his stats a lot. You can tell when he plays. He, yeah, yes, he plays he's, very he's, hard. He's, kind of, he's toned it down a little bit. Yeah, though, he's been this better year. this year for sure. Yeah. He's changed his play to try to adapt to uh, the way yeah. Harden plays. But Harden has Harden's only shot the hard, ball more yes, this year. I, I thought agree. maybe he'd, you know, give up the ball a little more to Westbrook and let him drive a lot more. But, yeah. you know, Westbrook has to play off ball a lot. And Hed- that, that really really hurts his shooting percentage beyond the arc, at least. Headed into this season, um, everybody was worried that Westbrook was going to mess up Harden, but Westbrook's been fine. Harden's the one that's been messing up the team and messing up the Rockets. So. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. You know, it's it's definitely uh, it's a problem that it's not going to be fixed this season or anytime soon. But the uh, just know the uh, Thunder are definitely happy they made that, made that trade for sure. Especially yes, especially the one where you got Shai Gilgeous Alexander. Yeah, he's All-Star. been ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and, he's and, and, and first round player. picks and first round. Well, they get a couple first. I mean, it sucks because they're going to be paying uh, Chris Paul forty million. But he's million, been a great player though. But they're going to be paying him forty million when yeah, he's thirty eight. Right. So that sucks. Yeah, so, but like, this year veteran, he's been great. You got that veteran presence that can help out Gilgeous Alexander for the first few years. So I you think. Know, and then when his contract comes off the books, they can sign a max deal to somebody. I don't know who, but you can they can give out a max deal. That can. You go, you go, you go, you go. I was going to say the Rockets, uh, the Rockets are also there. It's going to be really hard for them to start a rebuild or anything. Cause you know, they gave up a couple first round picks for, uh, for that trade for Westbrook. So, you know, that's, that's a big problem for them. I don't think they can just tear it down anytime soon. They're just going to have to try to win with what they got. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was a lot of hardened Rockets talk. So I'm going to kind of go into the next thing that we kind of touched on the thunder. Um, do you think that the thunder are the biggest surprise team of the year? So I got two questions. That's the first one. Second one. Uh, do you think they should trade Chris Paul, even though he's been really good for them? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna address the Chris Paul one. They're not gonna be able to trade him because he's worth his contracts too. Uh, he's gonna be worth too much money. You know, I don't think anyone's gonna take. There him. were rumors that the Heat were interested in him. Oh really? Wow. A well, while ago, a while ago, those kind of those him. died down, and it, it's highly unlikely he gets traded. It's probably because Kendrick Nunn and uh, Goran Dragic have been playing pretty good. Yeah, he and yeah. they're what 31 and 12. So yeah. they, I don't think they're gonna make that trade. Yeah. But if they can get something meaningful for Chris Paul, I think they should make the trade. You know. Because SGA could be their, uh, he could play point for them for sure. He's a great. Yeah, player. I mean he's he's their future. Right. But. I don't think Chris Paul. I don't think they're gonna win a championship with Chris Paul or anything. I think it's gonna be after he leaves they're gonna end up being really good. But he, you know, he's he's you know. Conti- I thought the Thunder were gonna be one of the bottom feeders this year, but they're they're pretty good. The, the biggest surprise of the year. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Grizzlies are, but they're definitely a close second. Yeah. The Grizzlies. Have you seen they? We just talked about the who the biggest surprises. The Miami Heat. I mean, who that's expected that's, that's, that's number two seed in the one. East? I know the East is weak, but they've looked really, really good top to bottom. They've got some great complimentary pieces to Jimmy Butler, as you mentioned, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Uh, he's shooting the ball really well. Also got uh, Tyler Hero, a very good draft pick, who I think's got a bright future. He's a great league, shooter. So. I, I would say the Miami Heat are the biggest surprise. I, I think the Oklahoma City are also a huge surprise, but. Uh, as, as Chris mentioned, they're not going to be able to trade that contract. So I would keep him. I think he's a valuable leader in the locker room, and he adds some scoring and some great ball movement to the you know to the offensive flow. Uh, I think they can complement each other. Him and SGA really, you know, when they're both on the floor, they do a, bo- a good job of sharing the ball and getting everyone involved. So I love Duncan Robinson. It's so great to see that he's he's thriving there in Miami. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, another good surprising two teams. I think Toronto and Indiana are another two good surprising. Toronto, everyone Kawhi left. Everyone thought they would kind of suck. Um, Pascal but, Siakam stepped into the superstar. Yeah, he's kind of slowed down a little. Player. He got up yeah, to a great start. He slowed down a little bit. Has really been Norman Powell, yeah, sure. Lowry's been good. I mean, they're just Van a really Fleet's solid. Still good. They're a really solid team. It's kind of funny. They kind of remind me of the Clippers last year without yep. Kawhi. They're kind of just a really the solid Rap- team. I think the Raptors are a little better than the uh, Clippers. Last yeah, but year, I mean, sure. just look at the way their team is. Though they don't have like a superstar, Siakam great is player. Borderline a superstar now. I think he's better than anyone on the Clippers last year. He averages what twenty four a game, and he's a pretty solid defender. keep in mind the clippers for most of the season they did have tobias harris they did team, yeah so. and and they That's also true. they I also had they also had lou williams too which is, lou is pretty good scorer, he's pretty good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's ridiculous I don't um think lou so yeah Williams. i would say they're a slightly better version of the clippers they're just they're solid top to bottom they don't have a superstar player but there's a really they're like a really Baca, good team Gasol, those, yeah a couple good big men on their yeah team. i think they can they'll be a tough out in the playoffs for no matter who stanley johnson yeah we're gonna stop there Oh, but also Indiana too. I mean, that's what I want to talk about. They're twenty and sixteen right now, and they're going to get their superstar Victor Oladipo back yes, I am very soon. Pumped. We kind of addressed this last week when we talked about the stars coming back and him and uh, Zion. But I'm very excited for Oladipo to come back. I think he's one of the. Uh, I mean, I think it's the biggest the move of the trade deadline. The it's going to be the biggest move of the trade deadline is getting him back. I mean, what other big 
top Eastern Conference team is going to bring in a superstar level player. Andre Valdipo. Drummond, baby. Uh, if Andre yeah, Drummond is not the Lakers are gonna make, uh, superstar. They're going to move Kuzma, too. That could also be... Uh, but I, I'm, like, I think Oladipo, Oladipo. Oladipo. Oladipo is better than all those guys. Oh, and by I think, far. Oladipo is like, it's gonna, a top 15 player, maybe, in the NBA. I mean, are we going to forget that he just he's coming off an ACL injury, which is really tough to come back from? And... Yeah, not I just think that. he's only yeah, had sorry. what one one and a half good years. I mean, it might just be. I'm not. I, I think he's a great player, but you know, who knows? It might be a, fl- a flash in the pan kind of thing. I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah, I like. He's him. one of the better. Uh, one of the better two way players in the entire NBA. He's a great defense. His defense is elite for sure, and I think he's a, a really solid scorer all around. He's not like any. He's not elite at anything, but he also doesn't. He knows that he doesn't take 50 shots a game like Harden does. He. He's Any fairly efficient from the throw hard under the bus today, huh? Yeah, it is. The one thing, the one thing you got to worry about though with Indiana and Oladipo coming back is they've been so good without him. Malcolm Brogdon's been really good. Sabonis has been really good. Uh, they're one of those guys. Maybe both of them are going to be all stars this year. So yeah, yeah. Um, they got a lot of. Uh, they definitely have a lot of talent on this team. You know, they're they're another team that's really good top to bottom. But I think Oladipo is going to make them real dangerous come playoff time. It's going to take him a little bit to get back up to speed, and I think they may struggle for a couple weeks right when he comes back. But you know when he really gets up to speed, I think they're gonna they're gonna be really tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they're gonna I think they're gonna win a playoff series at least one. Yeah, sure. I mean they're right. Honestly, Aladipo comes back, they're two and a half back of the Miami Heat for the second. If spot he can come back at full like speed, I think it's it is gonna take him a few minutes. I think yeah. they're gonna they're cut down be his a good minutes. Team. But then when he comes back, I think he's he's definitely a twenty points per game scorer for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but they're not—they're not catching the Bucks for the first seed because the Bucks no, are, no are gone the Bucks, away. But... The Bucks are a shoe in for the one seed unless yes. Giannis gets hurt. I mean, they're eight games up right now, so that's even with, for if half he does. Even I mean, if he—even uh, if he doesn't get or if he does get hurt, I think they'll still, still be the probably going to be the one seed. Um, so how about kind of we talk about the surprising teams, and we can talk about disappointing teams. What's your biggest disappointing team of the year so far? Uh, I mean, I've I've kind of been saying it all year. Uh, it's definitely the Blazers for me. Uh, I think not having Nurkic is a big deal for them because he's just such a He's such a great player all around, you know. He doesn't it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet, but he's a really good defender, you know. He's a great low box scorer, you know. He can he can shoot the jumper a little bit too. And I think he's a really good rebounder as well. You know, Whiteside's just kind of a he's kind of just a stat pattern, you know. He's only, I think this is a one year thing for him and I think he'll be out the door because you know, I think he just plays for stats. He's a really good rebounder, but that's about all he offers to the yeah. team. And you know, now McCollum went down with a uh, I think it was an ankle sprain. He's going to be out for a little bit. Here and it took 62 or 61 points from Lord on 10 threes made for them to just beat the Warriors without anyone <laughs> in overtime. Yeah. So I think that's it's really telling for how this team is uh, kind of falling apart after a really uh, surprising Western Conference Finals run for them last year, where Lillard pretty much carried them through a majority of the playoffs, and he's had to do it again in the regular season. And I think he's running out of gas a little bit. Yeah, but he did score 61 the other night, so I guess not. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. But, yeah, they're a really big disappointment because, like you said, they're coming off a Western Conference appearance, uh, Western Conference finals appearance. They're in the Western Conference. Um, and, yeah, it'll just be – it's really disappointing to see that. It could be hopefully... – uh, this could be a team that's in play for uh, for Andre uh, an Andre Drummond trade. You know, maybe they, they don't need another. Dump, uh, they don't need another big man, though. Well, they might want to dump uh, – he's definitely better than Hassan Whiteside. By but Nurk, they're, hope, they're hoping Nurkic yeah, comes back Yeah, that's true. Nurkic comes – yeah, that's true. Maybe They've not. also been ravaged by injuries. It's also been a lot of stuff that's been – I mean – They uh, have had a lot of injuries. Rodney Hood was Rodney playing Hood's really, really well. Rodney Hood's one of their better bench scorers. He, you know, he, he provides a spark off the bench. And I think they have one of the worst benches in the NBA. You know, they really have nothing after, uh, after that start lineup that's really not even that good with besides Lillard yellow's yeah. all right he's been all right since he went there you know he hasn't been he hasn't been like a ball hog or anything he's been pretty decent but he's not he's even not white side though white side has a good he has good games yeah I mean, oh yeah for sure but yeah. I don't think he gives his best effort out there all the time you know yeah, I no. think he's when they get no down you know he starts getting frustrated and I don't he doesn't really offer much besides low post scoring off of his own rebounds and stuff and he, he yes he's a great rebounder great rim protector but take him out of the paint and he's useless with all that being said though they're i know i said they're not making the playoffs but they're only two games out yeah they, so with will if mccollum comes back and you know can he's been kind of struggling this year in my opinion i don't think he's provided a big impact he hasn't had those big big blow-up games that he had last year in the playoffs you know to help Lillard out when he's not on um if he can get back to how he played last year i think they can definitely go on a little run and maybe sneak into the playoffs but i don't think they have any chance of beating any of those top yeah. four teams besides maybe the rockets because you know 
Lillard gets up when they play. They're gonna they're gonna play Westbrook. If they make the playoffs, they're gonna they're gonna play the Lakers. Unless the Thunder really fall off. I mean, they've kind of possible. They've kind of cemented though that seventh spot. Um, they've even kind of creeped into the five six with the Mavs and the Rockets. Um, if they really fall off, maybe the Blazers can sneak into that seven. I think spot, it would take but... like a big injury from one of those uh, for them to get anything above the uh, eight seed. I think it's gonna take a, a big injury from one of those teams, like a Luca injury or something like that, which I really hope doesn't happen. Cause I'm a big Luca guy. But I'm over the Luca hype. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm so sick and tired. Why? He's because it's player. just like I don't know. He tightens his shorts and it's like eats all over ESPN. I agree. No, or he does a simple step back and everybody loses their minds. And it's this like, is, like he's a great this guy. This is what happens. For, you just can't listen to what ESPN has ESPN, to say I about anybody. ESPN. I do too. I don't <laughs> listen. To, I only yes, I watch like. They they have a lot of NBA on ESPN, so I watch. I just try not to really listen to what their commentators. Or, yeah, I mean, I like I, I like Giannis a lot, but they do the same thing for him too. Yeah, they do. I so, mean, they, I mean, it's every good LeBron. The new hotness in the NBA, they just they still. Like, I mean, uh, it's, suck uh, them off. unless you're LeBron, they 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 still they're oh, still yeah. all over him. So. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, they they do every time Luca is like, wow, Luca hits a layup. Oh my goodness, let's go. He's the best player in the NBA. He's a great player. You just you just have to look at him for the player he is. You can't look let ESPN taint your uh, view on him. I feel like that's kind of what they did with Lamar too. You know, they just talk about yes. him all the time. And Mahomes last Mahomes year. Mahomes all it was. It got really <laughs> annoying. It's like Patrick Mahomes makes one throw on the run and he's the best player of all time. Or he did, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that, just what the, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you would have thought he was Jesus Christ. That's the way they talk about. Him. Yeah, they're, anyway, they're ridiculous. My disappointing team. So I got a few. Um, real quick though, the Pelicans. Not for anything out of their their control. I mean, Zion's coming back tonight, which I'm really excited about, but. Just the fact that he's not playing, it's really disappointing that he's yeah, took him half be, the season not to but, play. But Ingram's been really good. Uh, Holiday kind of got to a slow start, been playing better, though. J.J. Redick, uh, who else? Derek Favors has been okay. Lonzo's finally kind of coming on a little bit towards uh, right. as of late. He but, yeah. He's been pretty good this year, actually. Yeah, but he got to a slow start. But now you know he's gonna take, you're going to be annoyed in about two weeks after Zion plays four games and drops like a 30-burger, and ESPN literally That's will not. That's a good not, yes. Yep. They will, that's all they'll do is talk about him. <laughs> and you'll you'll get frustrated real quick. I I guarantee in uh, like two or three pods you're gonna be like, oh, I'm so sick of the Zion hype. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, I've kind of become immune to it now because they've been there's been Zion hype since he was in high school. So yeah, now true. it's just kind of I'm just kind of used to it. Since he came it. out of the womb, they're like, oh, this guy can dunk. Well, <laughs> and I like Zion though too. Like he's a good guy. Yeah, he um, seems like, he seems like a good dude. He's yeah. he's pretty humble. He doesn't talk a lot. Um, I'm excited to watch him play. Hopefully his body doesn't you know. Um, kind of uh destroy itself and he can actually get yeah. some uh, good time on the court and we'll see what this uh what this pelicans team you know what their future is exactly yeah i mean i thought i heard a report saying that he like bulked up and lost weight because of all this uh downtime he's been having from so. the injury and uh they, they think he might even be better so he I'm, said, I'm really i'm really looking forward to he said he wasn't gonna be able to sleep like last i don't know if he actually did sleep but he said he wasn't gonna be able to sleep because of how excited he was to play so i'm also excited yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tune in tonight for sure and watch yeah. him play um, and then another two quick disappointments before I get to my ultimate big disappointment wow. team. Um, the Nets, just because Kyrie Irving. Uh, he's I think a cancer. He's, yep. He uh, still stirring up trouble in the locker room with the Nets. Uh, he's been injured for pretty much the entire season. He's been throwing his teammates under the throwing bus. Throwing his teammates under the bus. Uh, all the younger players. I don't know what his deal is with younger players because he's not that old of a guy either. He's like 26 or 27. Yeah, he was really young when he came into the league. Yeah. He was only like 19 or 20 and they when gave, he came in the league. It's not like he was super good. I mean, he was he was he very comparable to like all the young players that he keeps criticizing on the Celtics and the Knicks. I'm just really sick and tired of him. I mean, I used to kind of like him. Um, but now it's just constant drama with him, and he, he just thinks he's the he thinks yes. he's the shit. That's yes, pretty much it. and I'm happy him and Katie are together, so the next year they can just both be jerks together in Brooklyn. And right. Katie doesn't throw his teammates under the bus. He just throws yeah. like uh, he just is. Uh, he's just of kind dick. of a little whiner. He, yeah. He's a baby. Um, Kate, I, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna win much. They're gonna compete. I think it's gonna be kind of similar to the Rockets situation. I just don't think they're gonna be able to get over the hump with those two on the same team. Yeah. I don't know why KD wanted to play with Kyrie in the first place. It doesn't make any sense. Well, they're sense. friends, that's why. So, but they won't they won't be friends. They won't be friends, 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 be friends eventually. Friend. Okay. I mean, I hate Kyrie too. I used to really like him, but I'm just He he just I'm just sick and so tired of his garbage. Shit. And he's been hurt all year. Why are you talking, man? You haven't played this entire season. Why are you throwing your teammates under the bus? Yeah. And they're a bunch of young players like 
They, he can and it's not helping. It's not helping anybody either by you just calling him out to the media. Yeah, and and then he tries to act like a really good teammate after that. He's like, "You don't know our locker room or whatever." I don't think they like. It's him. hard I mean, being a leader. They didn't play terrible without him either. I mean, they're no, still. They, I mean, they're they're the eighth seed now in the yeah. They're East, in the hunt, which is pretty bad. But I mean, they're in the hunt. Though. Yeah, and with KD, it could have really fall off. Fell off. Seed, um, I honestly think maybe they should have kept. I mean, I don't. I know it was kind of weird because they had to trade D'Angelo to sign KD and all that stuff, but. Um, I don't uh, know. Deloading and KD would make me maybe feel a lot more confident than uh, Kyrie. Well, I think he really just screwed up the chemistry because now he's calling out the I think he's calling out the, the management, uh, the coach Kenny Atkinson. I mean, it's just a mess, and it's just it's not a super it's not as it's not a Boston mess like it was last year, but it has the potential he to also evolve into. He that. hasn't really been involved because he's been hurt for a while. So well, and I, I also kind of call into question: Is he really as hurt as he says he is? Or I think he's a little just, bit of a baby. I, I think he's hurt, but I don't think he's as hurt he's making out to be. Because there's very, I mean, like the one time he said, "Oh, I'm going to be out for the rest of the season," and then like a week later, he's, "Oh yeah, I'm coming back in a week," and then he came back, and now he's hurt again. So I don't know. I think he's just a, he's kind of crazy. I'm sick of him. I'm done with him. I really am. And I hope he doesn't make the All Star team. I know he was. I think he's leading the. He's got. He he's got one me. of the East Guard spots for the fan vote, but he's he's. He doesn't he's deserve it. He's um, played like 15 games, but he's got a huge. He's got a massive fan following though. So oh, that's why. Geez. He's such a cancer. I don't know anybody likes that guy. I don't think anybody really does. I mean, everywhere he goes, including Cleveland, I mean, him and LeBron, from all reports, they clashed. So He's going to clash with KD. They're not going to be They're, friends yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. I want the which ball. I, which is great because I don't like either of them. And neither so, do I. I hate both, yeah. them, both of them. Um, so my final, well, my pre-ultimate uh, disappointment was the Bulls. Um, real quick, what? though, we don't have to talk about it. Um, I was high on them going into the year. I thought Levine was going to emerge as an all-star. Uh, I like Lowry Markkinen. Yeah, he probably he probably is going to be an all-star. Levine's been ridiculous. Here. I like Lowry Markkinen. Um, Not bad. I like their signings. They got Tomas Sadaransky, who I thought was an underrated signing. I like him. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought they were going to be better than this. I think it's coaching and it's a it's a front office thing. Yeah, I uh, do too. They've kind of just rendered playing in Chicago like you, it should be a top market for free agents. Yes. But no one wants to go there anymore. Well, and there's got to be a reason why. They they've and they've, the other really sad part for them is they've blown so many fourth quarter leads against really good teams too. Um, there was that massive Lakers comeback a few months ago. Um, yeah, and I just they easily could be cemented in the Eastern Conference playoff hunt, and they're not. So it's pretty pretty disappointing. You know, I. I do like uh, I do like Kobe White on their team. You know their uh, rookie pickup. He hasn't been that great this year, but I think he has a lot of promise. He's got great hair. Yeah, he, he has some awesome hair for sure. But you yeah. know, I think he's got a bright future in the league for sure. I agree. And now my ultimate disappointment, which I'm assuming a lot of people probably would have guessed, is, is the Pistons. I'm just they're done. I'm done with them. I'm not going to go too long on this. Come on, we need a rant. It's I don't even have enough. I don't even care that much anymore to to rant as I did a few months ago because uh, I mean they suck. Uh, they keep losing to the Wizards for some reason. They had that huge win against Boston the other night where there was like a bunch of guys that finished with 20, 20 plus points. I was like, what's Seku. that? What is going on? But then, you know, I watch them lose to the Bulls. Um, as they I lose just, the Bulls a lot. As too. A, they lose to the Wizards, I they feel lost like, to the Cavs all the time. time. They lose to the Cavs, and then they're celebrating the locker room going nuts. Uh, I mean, that team's just a bunch of thugs. I mean, slugs. Uh, anyway, so I don't know how they could lose to that team. Um but yeah, I mean they're just disappointing. I hope they trade Andre. Uh, there's, Rose there's, is going to be. There's gone. rumors about Derrick Rose we going to. We might get Kuzma for him if the. That's what I'm I've saying. Seen a, Philadelphia, I, please LA. do that. Um, they, I mean they're, I think they're finally kind. Of, I think Gores came out and said it's time for a rebuild or something along those lines. It was time for a rebuild five years ago. You know that's, that's really yes. set back the Pistons. You know they're they're going to be stuck with Griffin's contract for another couple yeah. of years. Um, they did get they got a uh, they got a. What is it called? I think disabled player exception or something like that. It was like nine million or something. Yeah, so like they that. cleared up nine million dollars. Yeah, nine point two million dollars for the disabled player exception because of his, his season-ending yeah. injury. So I mean that's good. Um, they get some money back, but I think they're finally kind of recognizing that it's time to blow it up. I think they got to build around Dumboya, maybe Kennard, maybe Kennard. I don't know. He's hurt all the time, and I don't know. I I, I like him, but. I, I think uh, players like I know Rose has had what twenty points in his last eight games each. Yeah, um, 
They got. He's trade a player him. that they can get something he's the for. Be- he, if we get Kuzma, I mean that'd be awesome. Kuzma um, would be. He's my number one. I know he's struggled, but everybody, Kuzma is, is a player we can also build around to help Seku out. Everybody except uh, Dumboya and probably Kennard are gone. on the table. It's gone. Are yeah. on the table to get traded. Um, I, think, sure. I, I I trust in this front office. They're finally going to do something right. Um, if they if they start the rebuild, I'll finally be happy as a Pistons fan. But it's been ten years since I've been happy to be a Pistons fan. But if they if they finally get this rebuild going, you know I'm. I'm definitely going to be one of those ecstatic people. Yes. I mean, they were rebuilding for like a decade, and then they it seemed like they were finally kind of starting to get somewhere, and then they traded for Blake. And, uh, that just – I mean, it really Blake's helped it helped them out last year. Um, but this year, playoffs, this year but it's really I, set I mean, them back. They, it helped them sweep, get swept in the playoffs. You know, I, I didn't really care that But, they, I mean, he made it all – it. it was fun to watch. Yeah, Blake's a great player. It's not his he made an all-star fault team. at all. I know, he's, I know he's, he's got the injury now. I'm definitely not blaming Blake for any of this. You know, he's, he's getting up there in age. Uh, I like him as a as a basketball player. I'm a really big fan of his work. He's a, he's a he's a real tough guy, you know, on the court. He's yeah. tough to stop. Uh, but yeah. It's just it's definitely destroying this franchise having his contract. You know, we can't sign free agents because of him. He's basically a max player. It's not just him and though. I mean, there's a I mean also Reggie. Reggie sucks. So we'll <laughs> dude blows. He doesn't even play. Good. Um, They're better without him. He it. he's played two games this year. Don't never play again. Yeah, me too. Like, I forget about we get, he's we get his basketball. We get players. his massive contract off the Bucks. Hopefully, we trade Andre. Get his contract off the. Bucks. We might be able to get something for Dre. Too. We'll We've get all of the money except him. Blake, basically, off the Bucks. We might be able um, to sign we, it's a not like deal. It's not like we have huge prospects that we're gonna sign right away. I mean, I think Kennard's got to have a few more years left, and Dumboya's a rookie. So, um, yeah, hopefully they'll be good um, eventually. And uh, within the next, 10 it sucks because they kind of got me excited last year. Um, I know they got something in the playoffs, but prior to Blake getting hurt and them getting swept, uh, they were exciting to watch. And it seemed like maybe they could make some noise. Maybe finally win a game. They haven't won a game in the playoffs since I think 2009, which is just really sad. That's embarrassing. Uh, they broke the record for most consecutive playoff losses. I know I mentioned that before too. Um, um, I have a, I have yeah. a quick question for you, Drew, yes. about just Detroit sports in general. Um, do you think any of our teams uh, can make it to? Uh, at least a finals game in any of the respect. You think the Wings, the uh, when? Tigers, what's the time frame by twenty thirty? Twenty thirty. In this decade, a team will at least make the uh, make a finals. Make the finals. And if so, what team would that be? That's a really tough question. Um, I mean, a decade's a really long time. I mean, if you look at the last, yeah, no, a lot, there's a lot of things. If you look at the last decade. I mean, a lot of stuff happened, right? Uh, the Lions they were kind of good. The Tigers made it to the World Series. I think. Um, Probably should have waited to two or three right. um, if they didn't hire Brad Osmus. I could go on it. We're saving the Osmus rant for um, a later time on the MLB preview show. But I really hate that guy. Um, and the Red Wings, I mean, they made it 08. I don't really know. I mean, that's a really tough question. I, I would probably say the Red Wings. I trust in Steve Eiserman, and they have, like, a long, longer history of success. That's and, true. That's true. And I feel like they're – Maybe the furthest along the rebuild. I mean, they're really bad right now. They're probably gonna get. They're probably gonna get the first overall pick, or they have the best odds to get the first overall pick. They probably get like. They're the by far. Pick. They're by far the worst team in the NHL by like ten points. It's true, which is insane. Um, um, I think I'm. A, it's gonna yeah. surprise you a little bit, just because this league is a lot more volatile, and I think teams switch around. I think the Lions have the best chance of making it to a what championship. The? I don't think they're go. I don't think anyone's making it to a championship. That's the. That is the league where teams go first to worst the most. That's for sure. I, I don't. I would argue the NHL. I know you guys don't watch the NHL. I don't really watch hockey, so I, would, I, I can't really argue with you. I'd say like the Wings would be my second team, but I don't think anyone's gonna make it to a finals anytime soon. I think it's gonna be a long yeah, rebuild mean, for everyone. You but saw how long lines, it took me to make a get an answer out because I have no idea. Yeah, it's, 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 it's that's what I'm saying. Grim. I'll get, I'll give you mine as the Lions. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think they have a chance to at least make a one run in the playoffs at some point. You know, maybe if Stafford leaves or whatever, they get some money. You know, it, maybe yeah. I mean, a rebuild hap- rebuds in football happen. You look at really the quickly. you look at the Titans too. You I look mean, at the they, Niners. They, they look at the Niners. Three and thirteen to um, Super Bowl. That's, the problem is though, we're not happen. we're not as well run. I mean, we don't have Kyle Shanahan as our coach. Uh, you could hire. I we're not. We don't. Honestly, we don't have. We don't even. Have, we don't even have. That's a good point. Who knows. Um, I also the, the Tigers. I mean, I don't really trust in Alabama. They're not making it to anywhere. But they have. The I mean, they got soon. they got good pitchers, and they're further along the rebuild. And the, de- the Pistons are going to yeah, be fourth. Pistons are fourth. They're fourth yes, by far. I, I would I would probably go Wings, Tigers, Lions. I think the Pistons can make the playoffs before any of those teams, but they're not going any. Like I don't maybe, think no. I don't think the Pistons. I think the Wings are making the playoffs. Oh, next. Really? You think so? Yeah. Uh, maybe they, you might be right. I'm just saying. Like I think they can make the playoffs, but I definitely don't think they'll they'll be even in like competitive nature to win a finals or anything. Who? Uh, Pistons. 
Yeah, no, they're, they that's what they're they for. They can sneak into the playoffs just because it's uh, they're like over half the league makes it, and the East is kind of weak. I mean, we're we're talking about them blowing it up, and they, I mean, they're three games out. Exactly, so. that's what I'm saying. Like that, they could. But they could, I hope to God they blow it. If honestly, if you want to see me go on a rant, it'll be if they pass through the trade deadline and they don't they, trade anybody. Add somebody, and if they add somebody, exactly, I will lose. They trade it. for Chris Paul. I will. The pod's just, over if they trade. I'll just for Chris Paul. start hitting stuff. Like I'll just lose That'd my mind. That'd be our mind. second Mac. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, but to answer your question, Tigers. No, Red Wings. Tigers. Lions. Pistons. I'll give you my mind's Lions with like quotation marks then wings tigers dead last pistons yeah i don't i think and i think the next team to make the playoffs is definitely going to be the red wings i feel i mean that i feel confident they're still, they're still the worst team in the, the uh, but they're NHL. furthest along the re i mean the pistons haven't even started the rebuild the lions are the i mean maybe the lions make the playoffs yeah if, if they they're not the lions in the offseason they do some they do something smart maybe that's what i'm saying it's a quick turnaround in the nfl like one year you could sign you could draft Honestly, up patrick mahomes even the mlb even the mlb you could look at that and it's a very very similar i mean that's true once cabrera's contract oh well, he's gonna be here forever though you have to think it's about it's gotta this. be almost done i mean, no. i don't know is it 2023 i, I mean that's still, i think it's gotta be longer than that jeez i'd look that up eventually but I don't know. Hopefully he's gone. Of it. I mean, uh, that's, that's just that's a killer. Talk about a cancer in the locker room. That's a cancer of a contract. I mean, that just can't <laughs> oh, you. Like, I also I don't like I don't like Alavila. I think they should get rid of him. I, I'm done with him. I don't. I mean, they, he did make some decent moves. No, he didn't. I mean, he got C.J. Crow, Jonathan Scoop. Of the week. Yeah, but they can trade them for for nothing for, for a little prospects. Bit. I mean, they yeah. got what they traded uh, Martin Leonis Martin for. What they get? They got some uh, decent uh, stuff. Willie Castro. Yeah. Yeah, I um, guess. I mean, it, po- prospects are so hit knows? or miss. You know, at this point, it it really doesn't. I'm so we don't have like, a good we don't have a good enough a- analytics department. I'm so like apathetic for all Detroit sports teams. Is that what is that the word apathetic? You just don't care. I just yeah. I just don't even. I mean, I care. And then I don't. I just get mad, and then I just yeah, move that, on with that's my life. why you stop caring. That's that's it just the sucks. moral of the story for Detroit it's, sports. It's, I mean, it's by far. It's got to be the worst period ever in terms of it really sucks though because the lca is such a great complex it's just that no one just, even shows up yeah because nobody wants to watch bad basketball and bad, bad I mean, people show up for the wings yeah games, they do but just because it's still bad wings hockey. have a huge fan base but you know it's not good hockey. yeah i mean hockey is probably the biggest maybe the biggest sport in this area i don't know it's yeah little, probably I don't know. a lot of people love it um, um should we move on to our picks Oh yeah, we should finish off the picks. And, um, yeah, so Ryan had to leave a little early because he had uh, he had class. First, let's leave. recap our uh, our picks from last week. So NFC Championship game, uh, Chris and I both picked the Niners. Uh, Ryan picked the Packers, and then AFC, uh, Chris and Ryan both picked the Titans, and I picked the Chiefs. So I was two and zero. Chris was one and one, and I almost predicted a score right in the other game. In the, yes. the game I won though. And Ryan was Ryan was zero and two. Yeah. Chris was the closest of the NFC with thirty four twenty. I was actually pretty I close. Even if you can go back and look at the podcast, I said it was going to be thirty four twenty. The Packers were going to score a late touchdown, but I mean that did happen. But it was thirty seven twenty. I was pretty close with the uh, Titans. Yeah, you were Chiefs because I think I had, I had thirty five twenty one and it ended up being thirty five twenty four. So I was yeah, just wow, you were I, was really tu- I was a touchdown off. Um, all right, yeah, so. We were pretty close, but I won, so I got I got the money. So awesome, ridiculous! I'm gonna um, have to take it alone. So for, for this week, because there's no unless we didn't want to bet on the Pro Bowl because it sucks. Um, so we're gonna take bet on some, we're gonna bet on some NBA games. Uh, so we have Clippers Heat, which is Saturday night, and 76ers Lakers, which is Friday night. So uh, for Clippers Heat, Ryan's got Clippers by four. Ryan or Chris, what do you have? I'm gonna take I'll take uh, Clippers by two. Okay, um, I'm gonna go Heat. By four. The Heat have a really good record at home, so you definitely have to factor that in. Yes. I mean, they've only lost one game, and it was that super really good game against the Lakers early in the season. Yep. So, uh, I think this will be a loss number two at home, though. 76ers-Lakers. Uh, Ryan's at the Lakers by 12. Wow. That's so, a bold take. What do you got? He thinks I think I think as as he was walking out today, he said uh, that LeBron's going to have a big game, you know, because they, they yeah. lost that, that embarrassing yes, game against so the, the Celtics. Celtics. We even talked about that, yeah. He thinks they're really going to bounce back from that. So I guess we'll see. But I'm going to take uh, – Sixers are also fantastic at home. So I'm going to take – I'm going to take Sixers by four. I think they're going to pull out the win. All right. I'm going to take – I'm going to take Lakers by seven. I'll go right in the middle. So you're going to – you're taking yeah, the Lakers Yeah, I think, I think the Lakers are going to win. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe in the Sixers. Uh, it depends. Is If Embiid's playing – not yeah. to go on another rant here, but if Embiid's playing, they're going to lose. Oh, Simmons, so? Simmons and Embiid can't – they're a better team when it's Simmons and everybody else. They're That's not, true. 
Simmons and Embiid, there's too much going on. So, you know, to- Tobias Harris has picked it up lately too. So you have to think about uh, he's been he's been hot lately for sure. I think he's had a couple thirty point games the last uh, week or two. Yeah. So I think he could be a uh, he could be the real uh, game changer if he's hot again. I think they'll win that game, and I it's agree. at home too. They they're I think they've only lost one one or two games at home. They beat they embarrassed the Bucks at home. I know that on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean we're we're kind of done. Uh, so we'll kind of get into more NBA talk though next week. Uh, of course, do a Super deep Bowl. dive into the Super Bowl, Super Bowl preview, Super we'll Bowl predictions. Find, we we'll each come back with our favorite like prop bet from the Super Bowl too. You know those are like oh yeah, like the, the crazy yeah. like certain what what the coin toss will be and stuff you can bet on the ads like which yeah, ads yep. gonna be for, yeah all that stuff yeah yeah we'll, we'll find some cool stuff what color the gatorade is yes um so yeah we'll but it, cool it should be a really bets. good game though i'm looking forward to it and uh, we'll probably talk more nba of course and whatever else happens in the sports world but uh thank you for listening uh we hope you had a good time uh with us in your ear holes and uh th- have a great week bye peace